0: 205 DGS on Camo X. I don't think this is an old man thing for me because I've always been this way. Maybe it's a generational thing. I could literally sit and watch the weather all day. And there's the
1: weather coverage or like out the window.
0: Both, but oh, I'm okay. talking weather coverage though. Okay. Uh for example okay, I give some crap to local television. Uh, mostly just how awkward they are with their back and forths, you know, like, oh, Kevin Wheeler, your name is also a wheel. Tell us about sports. (laughs) They they just seem so awkward and everything. But whatever. Uh, No one watches and appreciates local news more than me. Like when I'm home in town, like on the weekends, now they have four o'clock news. I will watch the four o'clock news into the five o'clock, which is exactly the same thing. And then at five thirty, it's time for the national news, Woohoo. And then at six, they do exactly the same thing they did at four and five, and I watch it with great interest. Hmm. I just
1: love it,
2: nice, yeah. And then you go outside and look into the sky and say, "What kind of weather is coming now? Where's
1: the moon? I can't find it. <laughs> Snow's coming. Where's my rake? Um, <laughs>
2: Does anyone else's tummy hurt? From our lunch that we all had, not to call mm, out the place. Nope. I'm okay I'm so far. Okay. Not in the slightest. Just wondering. I'm guessing <laughs>
1: that you're, you're all
0: right?
2: Yeah. My my tummy hurts oh.
0: a little need, bit. Do you need to go bathroom?
2: I don't need to go bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> not That's yet actually, anyway.
0: Mine is feeling quite uh, pleased and happy.
2: Oh, good for you!
0: Probably because you've been eating nothing but yogurt and one peanut, <laughs> <laughs>
3: and, I,
4: and I've cheap yeah, uh, pieces uh, of pizza. Yeah, and I've been eating nothing but My way head. more stuff than we had yesterday.
0: Yeah. Uh, Andrew's like no, a nice and, healthy healthy like, lunch. Yeah, today was a if healthy Andrew lunch. Ate <laughs> yogurt and one peanut to be like, does everyone feel okay? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am. If someone's like, did you eat your vegetables? I did, but now I feel bad. <laughs> I think there was something in that cauliflower. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, we're all, cauliflower. We're all going
0: out it. tonight. We're all looking forward to it, except for you're not looking forward to the driving.
2: I hate driving at night. I am I have like nighttime blindness or something. I can't see what's going on, and I'm wondering if I'm the only person who feels this way. I know Andrew feels this way because we talk about it all the time, but every time I have to go out at night, I'm just like, who can do this? Who can accomplish this?
1: Oh boy! I am no, not going to add anything. Don't, I'm fine. Yeah, Doesn't I don't want to. Wanna... We don't need to hear from you,
0: Mister <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Let's like hear the from the. Yeah. I see better at night. Yeah. Let's hear from <laughs> the was rational person. I born in the, the really. darkness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's hear from the rational person. He is from the uh, from the Night Watch, though, right? I, that? I'm a night person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh
2: yeah, that's right. I
1: think I I do think I think there's something to that. I think when you when you pointed out what are they called again? Is it Night Watch? Street lights. The what? Street lights.
0: No no, was, no, 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 no. There's, there's there are
1: people that historically yeah. have just been better at night. Yeah. night watchers. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely that. There's no question.
2: Well, I'm not definitely me. not. I can't see, and I get anxiety about going when places at night, especially in the winter when it might start yeah. sleeting or snowing or I, something.
4: I do okay if it's just nighttime, just driving home at night. I do it every day. It's okay. I can handle that. Yeah. But when it starts any amount of rain, I I there might as well not be any lines on the road. I just can't see them. They just vanish. I can't see anything, and it's like I don't know what I'm doing. It's terrifying.
1: Do you need contacts?
4: No. I wear contacts, and I can't see. And it's still that way. All right. I guess I don't know that for a fact, but I've always had good vision. I feel like I have good vision now until it gets... How many fingers
2: am I holding? (laughs) Even even (laughs) slightly dark. And And
4: then the whole world vanishes.
2: I got Wheeler with that one. Oh, that was great. <laughs> <laughs>
4: the only better one is read between the lines. Wheeler's going okay, to go of, home and give his wife an eye test.
0: Like, hey, check this out. Uh, <laughs> how many fingers? your next up. thing is uh, <laughs> overly paranoid behaviors. Yeah,
2: I have quite a few of those. But the one that I thought of today was because I brought my laptop into work today and I was using it for some work-related stuff. And I don't know if you noticed this, Dave, while we were working, but I have like a piece of paper taped over the webcam. I did notice that. Yeah, and it's kind Kind of, it's definitely janky looking, but I always just I always have my webcam covered up because I'm convinced that if I don't, someone is going to hack into yeah. my laptop and be spying on they me. You want to be
0: tubing. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm not really that worried about becoming the next Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> uh, but I do still cover the Well, let's see who lives without sin. Cast the first
4: stone, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I do. I always cover it up because I'm like, the second they catch you slipping, they're hacking in and they're film in your entire apartment so do you guys have anything like that where you're like this is never going to happen but i'm going to take a safety precaution anyway
0: hmm
4: i'm a blinds closed guy at home like i just keep all of them so it's a good just, idea but your neighbors appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not it's they asked me to uh start closing the blinds
0: <laughs> the hoa sent a letter <laughs>
4: <laughs> but no they I, I just convinced that someone is looking in my window at all times especially at night when I can't see out the window, so I'm
0: like, there must be crowds You can't out drive there. away
2: if someone's stalking you. Speaking
0: so. of the HOA, <clears throat> I am an adult baby, and uh, <laughs> there are people who know what HOA stands for. I didn't. And there are people Hola. who belong oh, wow. to the HOA, yeah. and then there are people who are like little Napoleons of the oh, HOA. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I have one in my neighborhood, lot do, and I recently received a letter saying, hey, you know, 700 and some odd dollars for a special assessment. Oh, do I now? And I'm just like, you know what? Kiss my ass. And you can't. How many fingers am I holding? Because yeah. I'm sure when you move into anywhere they it's have. It's in the small it's print. It's in the small print. Yep. But I hate these guys. Like, okay, what are you really doing? And my shoulders are broad enough to admit as a baby man, that they probably do do things that I don't know yeah. that I'm like, oh, you're the guys that did that? Okay, that's good. That's yeah. nice. But when you just get a bill for hundreds
2: of dollars? Well, it's just as likely that they're stealing your money, unless they're sending you an itemized list of everything they're doing, which you, they should. Says the girl them.
0: with the tape on her. Yeah. yeah. Camera. I'm yeah. telling
2: you, we're talking about paranoid behaviors. Mm-hmm.
4: Rachel's
1: like, I think the HOA is hacking my webcam, so... <laughs> I don't cover kind of up stuff. the webcams, but every once in a while when I'm feeling it, I just flip the camera off in case someone's watching. You yeah. have like
4: five cameras on
1: you right now. I know. Man. You've got three them all in off. front of you and then one, There's one like there, there. there. There's one there and there and here and here.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like an episode of Candid Camera. <laughs> which, by the way, nothing blew my mind more as a kid than that show, which now I realize was probably faked most of it. Oh, if I, I had bet. to guess, but I was just like, oh, my gosh, they're being filmed and then they Reveal! It. i just thought it was the coolest and, and thing isn't i've ever it seen interesting
0: that candid cameras from the 50s 60s and that's basically what we're still doing <laughs> yes. uh-huh. Life they're, ju- is they're just candid tiktok camera. all now. Of these influencers yeah, or, that think they're really groundbreaking yeah it's candid camera you could go watch an episode of candid camera or like i
4: filmed a karen at target who was freaking out about you know whatever
0: yeah that's no they wouldn't put
1: them on candid camera so I'm sticking with you. Space heaters?
2: All right. This is my dorky fact that I learned about space heaters because I was watching a YouTube video about how they work. Don't I ask. thought you
1: said space eaters. I was <laughs> like, what is this?
2: <laughs> Don't ask what the Don't. algorithm is feeding me. It's just happening. And I was researching. We were researching space heaters. So I watched this video. I thought this was an interesting fact. Space heaters, you can buy any space he- heater out there. It's They're all going to work the same because they all have 100% efficiency because most electronic devices it's about containing the amount of heat that they emit but mm-hmm. with a space heater it's like that's your job so it's just really easy to for the electricity to create that heat so it's just blasting out so it's always going to work the way you want it to work
0: okay so it's not that all space heaters are exactly the same,
2: but they're all going to work exactly if they're all if it's all like a thirteen hundred. I I don't know. I'm just saying like thirteen hundred watts. Okay, all of those are going to work exactly the same. They're all going to emit that thirteen hundred watts. The only difference is the wattage, I guess. Okay, so that's okay. kind of cool. Something to keep in mind if you're you know the cold snap is coming. So for, it for might example, be time for a space heater.
0: Yeah. If if the same were true of refrigerators. Every 100 cubic foot refrigerator would be guaranteed to work exactly the same, but some are going to be prettier than others and some are going to be this and that and
1: bells and whistles. Better controls, like sliding up and down temperature.
2: Good to know. But just their function But at their their max. Yeah.
1: At their max, 1,300 is what they're going to be.
2: Correct. (laughs) And that's because most electronic devices, you're trying to contain the heat, but the space heaters, it's like, just let it out. That energy can go. So it's always going to hit what it's trying (laughs) to hit. Uh, maybe a dumb
0: question. Maybe you just answered it, but do they, can you still buy a dangerous space heater or have they gotten rid of all those? Define dangerous. The they kind of kill people and I have
4: mean, in like,
1: the past. I think they're all dangerous
4: to a certain extent.
1: Yeah. They, uh, yeah. The, the electric ones are less so. They um, make them now
2: to where if they tip over, they turn off. Yeah.
1: And the open flame ones are the, are the bad ones. Like those are the ones that are the most dangerous and they still make them because I know that my in-laws have had them and I've But used the
4: electric it. ones can still... Do you, like, throw a blanket over them or whatever, they can still cause fires. Anything that puts out a huge amount of heat can eventually cause a
0: fire.
2: Well, yeah, so don't put a blanket over yeah, them. Rachel,
0: going for broke, Neanderthals.
2: All right, I want to know if you guys have Neander Neanderthalian blood, and oh. I have a list of traits here that might show that your ancestors were breeding with Neanderthals. You don't
0: even have to check mine.
2: So the first Look one, brow
0: line. <laughs> the first one is sometimes breeds with humans. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the first uh, one is smoking. The first indicator, uh, an increased likelihood of nicotine dependency.
0: Interesting. Why There's Neanderthals are all huh? done? Yeah,
2: hooked on they, menthols? they don't explain why, but those with Neanderthal in. Ancestry may have a slightly increased likelihood of nicotine dependence. This
0: This brings up another topic, which we talked about last night at at Nick's birthday dinner. Um, I have never had a puff of a cigarette. I've had puffs of other things. I've never had a puff of a cigarette because when I was a kid, uh, most kids started smoking in South Santa, And I'm not, this is not a joke. In like sixth grade, um... Because everyone's parents did, and you do what your parents do. I was always so grossed out by it. I just hated it. My mom and dad sometimes when they're outside in the summer would be like, go inside and get me a cigarette. I'm like, you're going to have to beat me. Then they'd beat me. Uh, but I just hated it. I No attraction to it at all. They're the new, is it Zine? Z-Y-N? Zine or Zin. That's just Zin. a uh, a packet full of nicotine. No tobacco. It's just, I'm just going to get addicted to nicotine. Yeah. What am I missing?
2: I don't know. What I
4: mean, I guess you get the good feeling of the nicotine, without the risk of you know the tobacco hurting your lungs. Phoebe said at uh, at Ku, some of the frats have like Zine walls. They're crazy popular. It's it's taken over because it's it's I th- I guess you probably can't get it under the age of eighteen, but I know that like that age group, like yeah. the. The teens and the late teens I just don't know what the 20s.
0: payoff is. Like, it, like, okay, here's the chemical that has addicted billions of people to smoking, which is a billion-dollar industry getting people to quit smoking. But you can just take this addictive substance, put it right between your cheek and gum, and be addicted for the foreseeable future. <laughs> like, what's the, what do you get out of it? I guess
4: cause some people I- – I've never found this to be the case. But some people will say that nicotine is like makes you feel good. It makes you feel something. Okay. I don't think that's. I've never found that to be the case personally. But I, I, I think I think that's probably just their addiction that's talking, and what they're feeling isn't like a, a heightened sense from the nicotine. They're just feeling, you know, sort of getting the money. It is off. huge. But, but
2: that still begs the question of why, like, an eighteen-year-old who's never smoked a cigarette would be drawn to those little pouches you yeah, know everybody
1: else is doing it i guess you know what i mean i, I know the guys in powerful. college that dipped I, i've never used tobacco in, in any form it just doesn't appeal to me but they would always talk about it get a they get a little buzz mm.
0: phoebe said that smoking's <clears throat> coming back too because mm. it yeah. was gone there for a while and anytime something's gone someone's going to want to bring it back you know like this will be cool um we'll come back to this right okay, okay. 224 <laughs> dg <DJ laughs> andrew I understand you're resigning
4: yeah, I got an opportunity. I just can't pass up. Uh, the Oscar Mayer Mobile is hiring uh, full-time drivers. I think they need me. I think they need me more than I'm needed here.
2: I think you need to get better at driving first, not trying to be mean. Oh. <laughs> See, I was just thinking the wiener angle. Rachel's yeah. cold today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like so She's doing Rach. the middle. F- yeah, yeah, we got, I like, like dark
1: Rachel today.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's taking no prisoners. <laughs> I like it. I think you need to learn to drive first, yeah. Andrew. Uh, <laughs>
4: Hey, see what number I'm holding up? Hmm. Wonder how you're going to do driving back at night tonight, Rachel.
2: Oh. Fine, I don't care. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's acting like he just like owned me or something by saying like, "Oh, that thing that you just brought up." Mm-hmm. He
4: just texted himself sick burn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the qualifications are that you have to be outgoing, friendly, Creative. Check, check, check. Uh, you have to have an appetite for uh, uh, creativity and adventure.
0: And hot dogs. And
4: I didn't read past you have to have an appetite. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. He's like yeah, I'm in. I'm fully qualified. I honestly can't
0: think of a better wiener driver than you.
4: I think <laughs> I I've visited the wiener mobile a couple times. <laughs> hey, I found a, a nickel times. for every time I said that. You I what? Visited, you visited them? I visited oh my the, the wiener mobile. That should be enough. like
2: a keychain or a whistle Yeah, or
4: uh, a sticker. You guys have a... Trish had the, the whistle. The whistle would be awkward. <laughs> Trish had the whistle. Uh, I've Trish got
2: the,
0: had a hmm? mobile whistle. Yeah,
4: I think she brought it in and gave it to us one day. And then <laughs> yeah, I got. I a, usually uh,
0: remember things like I that. I can't say any of the jokes.
4: I got the sticker. <laughs> the good thing is you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you guys the sticker, and uh, it's it's cool. It's nice in there. There's like couches in there and stuff. That's like a whole setup. Really? Uh huh.
1: Yeah. It's like everything um, I'm thinking of is I can't say. <laughs> so it's like a wiener limo.
4: Yeah, sort of. There's not... I don't remember there being any hot dogs in there, which is, which is uh, interesting. Disappointing? And I, and I checked. I, I definitely looked. <laughs> I trust you on that. Yeah. I tore the place apart. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you hiding them? What... Is it a part-time job? No, it's a full-time, like, salaried position. You drive a, a, all around the country, basically, and they... Uh, I
0: think... I'm, look, I don't want to lose you, but I... Destiny's destiny.
2: <laughs> I wonder if you stay in hotels or if, there's, if you sleep on the couch in the Wienermobile.
0: That's
4: a good question. Uh, That could be a deal breaker because I don't know if I could.
0: The cops just find the wienermobile pulled over in a parking lot. (laughs) And I'm just knocking on the wiener. Flumped over. (laughs) Excuse me, sir.
1: Excuse me. Slumped over the driver. Sir, could you not hit the wiener?
4: (laughs) Uh, The wienermobile claims another one. I would like to do it for like a month just for the content, right? I would like to just, I'm sure if you tell him that, go on a sabbatical. <laughs> You're like, could you just hire me for a month?
2: If there's like a 1-800-How's-My-Driving-on-the-Wiener-Mobile, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're going to get so many complaints that he's going slow in the left lane. Like, uh, no,
0: I'm telling you, he's reading. <laughs> it's, a, it's a giant
4: hot dog. It can't go over 50. I'm doing the best I can.
0: It could be your perfect job. <laughs> I mean, if anyone can sell me a wiener. Right, I mean, if if anyone's passionate about hot dogs, he did
2: like lobby hard for us to get hot dogs on Friday whenever wheels was. Hey, going to Costco. Costco. Yeah, when I was at Costco, he was our, our hot dog advocate. Mm-hmm,
0: I can sell. He's not afraid to make a fool of himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't too proud to beg. <laughs> uh, let me let me call you out a little bit. So. Chef Cliff and Natalie from uh, Capital Grill are coming in in the next segment. Just, you know, we like to do little check-ins and give them a little promotion. And they're going uh, uh, to bring hot dogs. They're going to bring hot dogs from Capital. That'd burgers. be great. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I told Andrew, I'm like, oh, you know what? I forgot. Uh, Capital's coming in at 2.30. Oh, my God. You're the most obvious person. He, he's <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. Is it, uh, is it a segment? Will they be bringing any food products? <laughs> I need to know. I'm just like, yeah, dude, they're bringing burgers. Relax. Well, I had to make sure. Well, I had to. what was moving the schedule around,
4: and I'm like, oh, I guess we yeah, have to move, move that. Yeah, we have
0: such a <laughs> such a, 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 a hard written in stone <laughs> schedule. By the way, they're here, so okay. yeah. For DGS on Camoax. Uh, every now and then we like to have one of our clients on and feature them, especially the ones that bring burgers and pie. Uh, and so we have Chef Cliff and Natalie, the GM from Capitol Grill in Clayton. Good to see you guys. Good to see you. Yeah. Um, learning about each other, Natalie's a fellow Eastsider and Cliff is a fellow Detroit
1: kid. Yeah. Yes, I knew he was cool. Go
0: Lions! <laughs> Although your your interaction was disappointing to me. Why should we have like done some kind of special yes, handshake? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you should have like beat up a, a hobo. <laughs> well, we all we all know Eminem. We all grew up with Eminem. Yeah, so. yeah. Because you were both like oh Detroit, where are you from? He's like Troy. Where about you? Yeah, mile dives and you're both like, oh okay,
1: yeah, yeah. I I, I grew up on uh, five mile. Eminem grew up on eight mile. That's right. Explain. Explain. What's that? Whether well, all the roads there are miles. Okay. You're like five miles, six miles, seven mile, eight miles. Two. Makes it sound like we grew up near each other, but we really didn't.
0: De- okay. So when people say they're from Detroit, <laughs> yeah. I always go, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> is that misplaced? Like when I say from I'm from St. Louis, people do that. They're like, oh my yeah. gosh, you must be able to fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's that. I mean, there, there's that attitude there. Pe- people attitude, have an edge yeah. that people that live in the area, and I'm talking even the suburban people, there's a little bit of an edge, like the working class edge. So you'll you'll get that. Um, but I'd say the suburbs there are the suburbs here are the suburbs where I lived in Chicago are the suburbs, wherever you're inner going cities, to be,
3: inner cities, yeah. inner cities. Very, yeah. very similar to St. Louis and yeah. not much. Yeah. It's not really. much different.
0: Yeah. Is, is it like uh green Bay as far as the lions? Boy, no, because the lions have sucked forever, more, man. More red wings. If yeah. Anything. Yeah. For the it's, long
1: time, the red wings dominated it. Um, when I was a kid, the Tigers were pretty good, but not for very long. But it's always been it's – a, it's a lion's town, but it's always been such a bad team and a disappointing thing that it didn't get a lot of traction. Yeah. Like, people don't walk around just like, well, oh, it's now they do. Now they do because they're having a good year for the first time in forever.
3: Right.
0: Uh, how are they, how how were the holidays?
3: Holidays were very good. We had a, a record – a couple record weeks. Good for you. Uh, so it's been a very good holiday season for us.
0: Good. Good, good, good. Um. What are you doing new in the next few months? What are you excited about?
3: Oh, we got uh ramping up for Valentine's obviously. Right. So, uh we got that coming up, so that'll be that'll be good. We always do chocolate covered strawberries and um champagne. Uh we decorate the tables a little bit differently, so that's always a fun, fun feel. Um, you know, actually Super Bowl, you know, to nah, be honest, is, is nothing uh but it's since it's sandwiched around Valentine's this year, with Valentine's being on Wednesday, um, we'll actually probably be busy for both weekends. Is it the same week or the following? It's the week? weekend before now. Okay. So since the NFL added another week on, yeah. it's really close to Valentine's now. So, so why would we people, used to be closed Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, but why now would we're people open. come to the Capitol for Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, our private dining rooms are really good for it. Yeah. Uh, because you could pretty much have a private room and yeah. you know, have this. Big screen TV and yeah. have your own little Super Bowl party there. And then, you know, obviously the bar is is a good little spot hangout. So. Yeah.
0: When, uh, so, you know, Jeff Dill, your predecessor, Nat, uh, he was at like a bunch of restaurants, right? And yep. you as well. And when it was at Roos, they had a private room with a, with a television. Phoebe was little then. And Phoebe just thought that's what everyone did for dinner. Yeah. She just thought everyone had a private room with a television.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you feel special
0: that that's way, That's why right? she's like she is now. For sure. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, That's how my kids are, too. Big parenting mistake. They get to make cheesecake, and, you know, that's what all the kids get to do when they go to Cabo right. Grill. Like, yeah. well, you know, <laughs> it's just standard. You don't get it's to no, make a no, cheesecake? normal. Cake. I eat king crab legs all the time, and, you know, my, my, my kids are very spoiled, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. They got a good taste in food. Do you cook at home as well? uh simple yeah you know it's grill a lot of easy stuff i don't do anything yeah nothing crazy but i every holidays, no, every, every now and then I'll, to... I'll i'll do something special yeah. but yeah for the most part it's pretty quick if you are okay so obviously everyone romanticizes everyone
0: else's life and profession right so when i think of you i'm thinking of all the movies i've seen and the bear and all this kind of stuff like when you are cooking for yourself let's just say you're at the restaurant and you're like i'm hungry no one's here i'm going to cook something for myself are you doing something, again, super simple?
3: Yes. We don't have, I mean, I don't have time. You know, it's, I mean, you don't have time on the on a daily basis to be able to take an hour just to make my own meal. Yeah. If anything, I'm taking an hour to make our employee meal. So if and anything. you guys do that, the family yeah, meal? Yeah, we do a family meal every single day. That's cool. Um, so if anything, I'm putting my energy into that and into my team so that they can enjoy a really nice meal. Uh, so I like to do that. But, you know, for myself, it's quick. I mean, it's. It's a microwave. If We don't have a microwave at the restaurant, but if I'm at home, you know, it's quick, it's simple. It's I'm yeah. not going to spend a bunch of time to intricately try to make a, make a meal for when myself. When you guys do
0: the family meal, is it capital stuff, or is it like, we're going to make spaghetti today?
3: Uh, it's all different kinds of stuff. Um, I actually did corned beef. Did a big corned beef uh, dinner for everybody um, not that long ago, and that was pretty cool because not a lot of people have had, uh, like, a roast corned beef. Yeah. Um, so that was very interesting to kind of, Welcome that to the team. But no, it's, I mean, it's all different kinds of stuff. We'll cook Spanish food. We'll cook really cool. Chinese food. And it's, it's all different every time. So. Do you take turns? Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, I'll spread around through my sous chef and myself, and then we'll have some of the guys on the line. Yeah. Um, that'll do it throughout the week and stuff.
0: Nat, are you a chef or a cook at
3: all? Well, being in this industry my whole life, I've learned a lot. So I'm better than I yeah once was. The average bear. But I'm, yeah, I I I do enjoy cooking. Makes tuna tartare at home all [SSSSSSS1] the time. [SSSS1] I do. I do make tuna tartare at home all the time, yes.
0: So I referenced The Bear, the show with Jeremy White. Jeremy White, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nick who you know, yep. and Nick worked for every place that Jeff did, and he's been in a million kitchens. And he said something a lot of my restaurant friends said. He's like, I watched the first episode of The Bear. I'll never watch another one. It's yeah, just I, too close to home.
3: I mean, uh, some of it I think, I haven't seen The Bear actually, but some of it I think is over-exaggerated a little bit. You know, I don't think it's uh, the restaurant world is the same as it was 10, 15, 20 bit years a caricature. ago. It's a lot different, and then I think it depends on the kind of restaurant that you're at, whether yeah. it's, you know, mom-and-pop kind of a restaurant or if it's a corporate restaurant. Do you, you, know, you have it's... the arrow
0: in your quiver to be
3: the yelling chef? No. I am cool, calm, and collected pretty much all the time. <laughs> you're not <laughs> making <laughs> anyone say that they're an idiot sandwich. No, I'm not throwing <laughs> plates at anybody. I'm not, no. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, it's the world has changed. You know, Did it's... you work under a chef
0: like that at all?
3: Uh, yes, when I definitely... Going up and and starting, I mean, I started when I was 14, so, you know, I definitely grew up in the hard knocks, I guess, of a kitchen for sure, but... You know, in this day and age, it's it's a lot different than it was back then.
0: Yeah. I tell the story all the time. The first law firm I worked for were all a-holes. And you could tell that they thought it was like a rite of passage. Well, the guy I worked for was like this, so I'm going to be like this to you. Yep. And I just thought, okay, the smarter you are, the meaner you are. That's the way it goes. The the better the firm, the meaner the firm. And then I started traveling with a guy who was in his 70s who was the name partner at a, a competitive firm. And we had a case together. He was the nicest guy I've ever known. And he was gentle and he was intellectual and he never raised his voice. And I'm like, oh, so you can do both at the same time. And I, I, I take it that chefs are a lot the same.
3: I think there's just, yeah, I mean, different styles. You know, you have a hardcore or old school mentality chef that is classically trained. And, yeah. you know, then they're probably a little more hardcore than yeah. than some of the newer guys. But, you know, I'd say, you know, if you want to succeed in this day and age, you know, you have to learn how to how to be a leader. Yeah. And It's all about people. It's not. You know, yeah, I have to know how to cook, but yeah. at the same time, the majority is managing my people and Natalie, making, same, making my people do you. what I need them to do.
0: I would struggle. I guess I do manage people. Everyone does in some way, but I would struggle. We talked about me being passive aggressive yesterday. and The guys are like, no one said like, no, what? <laughs> no. Take that back about yourself. Uh, what's it like in the modern day managing people, everyone from people older than you to brand new people?
2: Hard as always. <laughs> It's the it's the hardest
3: part of our job. We as a management team, we talk about it all the time. It's you have to figure out how to manage each type of person that yeah. is in your building. And you know, you use each other and you help each other out and you know, it's it's every day. It's the hardest thing you do.
0: You can no longer just come in and scream at everybody and everyone's like, oh, I hate Chef Cliff. And, you know, they bond based on that.
3: We're not really a screaming culture. No,
0: no, we're not. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Okay, so Capitol Grill, I'm incredibly fortunate because I get to go all the time. And it's always special to me, but I get to go all the time. For people who don't, make them feel better about, don't feel sheepish, don't feel weird. You know what I mean? Because some people are just going to be like, it's too fancy. I don't want to, I don't know what
3: fork to use, no, I mean we we cater to everybody. you know that's that's what we're there for. It's a relationship brand. So we're there to make every guest feel special and that they belong there and that they're the king and the queen. And you know, when I first came to Capitol Grill the first time and I was a nobody with with no money in my pocket, and I made I felt like, wow, like I am the most important person in this restaurant right now. And, you know, I work there every day now. And some of those things, it's like, you know, we look at it a little bit differently. But as far as our guests, you know, we want them to feel like they are the number one person in that building. And there's everybody's Dave Glover. You yeah. Know? That, that's how we want everybody to feel.
0: Well, I'm coming in next week. We're going to brainstorm. And in 2024, we're going to do more stuff, more DGS stuff and some Glover Burger nights and, and yeah. what have you. We're
3: definitely excited to get together. Cool. Thanks for the yes. grab. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Of course. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you.
0: 850 DGS. Dayberry coming up at 3.30. We're going to line you out on everything that's going to happen over the next uh, seven days or so. But focusing on tomorrow and the weekend, I'm excited. I feel like a little kid. I'm going to be bitching and moaning when it's minus 10 degrees. But right now I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Rach was doing this thing about uh, how to tell if you have Neanderthal blood. And we got stopped at... Nicotine. Nicotine, because I mm, talked about the zines, yep, yep. the zines, the zins.
2: Go ahead. All right, so the next one is the quality of, and type of your hair. If you have thicker or straighter hair as well as red hair, those could be signs that you have Neanderthal DNA. Hmm.
1: It's not straight, but there's quite a bit of it. Or maybe I am
2: Neanderthal. Your sleep pattern is another sign. If you uh, experience variations in your sleep-wake cycles, you could be Neanderthal. And then if you have a large nose, this is sounding like me, honestly, doesn't sleep great, has red in their hair, (laughs) thick hair, large nose. (laughs) I don't smoke, but I could see myself very easily getting addicted to it if I took it up. Uh, Yeah, large nose. And then uh, if you were badly affected by COVID-19, if if, if you have Neanderthal ancestry, uh, people tended to experience worse symptoms. And then the final one, th- here's another strike for wheels. Can't tan. Oh, man. Maybe really I really close. I don't have
1: the big nose, but
2: a lot of, right. lot of check marks yeah, there. I've seen smaller.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, middle, I guess.
4: <laughs> I hate to do this, but... Th- Take this- your shot. Well, this just kind of seems like one of those things where it's like, you know, like, if you get hungry sometimes <laughs> around, uh, around the <laughs> evening, you're probably a Neanderthal. And it's like, well, yeah, everybody... Was affected by COVID-19. What well, do you mean Not
0: everyone own? stays up late at night, has red hair and a big nose.
1: That's true. Yeah. By the way, he did that like a Foxworthy thing.
0: Yeah. You might, you might be, be an Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: might be an Neanderthal. <laughs> oh, my God. Is he still doing stuff? Is he still oh, doing the yeah. you might yeah. be a redneck? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Once you have a thing, you can do it for the rest of your life. Yeah. You may not get the crowds you used to. But there are enough people to pack a three hundred seater to hear you go, you might be a redneck. They're still they, doing blue collar comics. Well tours. he was oh, doing
1: nice. he was doing a thing with Jay Leno that was gonna be at the Fox, and I think it got canceled maybe. But Amy and Ronj and I did a, an interview with Jeff Foxworthy. He was amazing. He was so nice and funny. But like I think and he's like, You guys, when you get there, you gotta come. We gotta get you backstage. Well and then they canceled it. When we
0: bought the house out in Darden Prairie. 06, I think. And uh, i had never bought a house before. So I'm all excited. It was the day we closed. And the, one of the guys who worked for the company, who I did lives for, so I knew him pretty well, uh, drove me to some, you know, like the closing office. got to eat your keys, yada, yada, yada. And I'm all excited and giddy. And out of nowhere, he asked me, because he listened to the show and he knew I was a, a comedian. I'm making air quotes. uh Who's the tater salad guy? Ron White. Ron White. Oh, but not like him. him. Who's the guy that played uh, Mater? Larry the Cable Guy. and Mater. Yeah, there Larry. you go. Larry the Cable Guy. He's like, what do you think of Larry the Cable Guy? Oh <laughs> my God, I just went off. You know, because two thousand six was be at my worst when yeah. I thought I was God's gift, and I'm like, oh, it's hack comedy, and he's not even from the south, and he just found a character to play and his jokes write themselves, and the guy goes, oh. My brother's his head writer. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. name's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> well, some of the jokes, I'm sure yeah. the ones I like.
4: <laughs> Those, Larry the Cable Guy makes me sad. He bums me out.
0: Well,
2: isn't it like I he be can't under any circumstances break character?
4: He he said that once or twice in interviews. He said that he doesn't really drop. His name's Dan Whitney. His name's not really Larry. Larry's like a character, and hes he, he doesn't. He he doesn't do his regular voice. He just does the Larry voice Aww. all the time because he's really afraid. Yeah, if he drops it for you know a couple days or whatever, that, that is sad. What if, I can't, what if I can't get it back and yeah. then I can't be Larry the Cable Guy anymore? It is
2: kind of wild to think that you had two guys in the same group who had like the the big catchphrases like "Get her done." And then you may be a redneck. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: Bill Engvall had one. He had "Here's Your Sign" mm-hmm. for stupid people. I think Andrew's
2: people. a blue collar comedy fan. He, knows, was. A he knows a lot. Knows a lot about guys. it.
1: Very much so. <laughs> that
0: and Coco the Gorilla. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man.
1: I think Ron White's hilarious.
0: I don't know much of his I don't stuff. Know which oh, one that is. he's a funny dude. I kind of think they're all. I'm not a huge Larry the cable
4: guy fan, but the other three, I, I, I like Jeff all Foxworthy. Funny. Yeah, I like Jeff Foxworthy. Nice. <laughs>